Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to tonight's edition of Students for Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen Finkel, with Luther Mays, and we are live. Tonight's edition of Students for Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen Finkel, with Luther Mays, and uh, what a nail-biter tonight with the election. Um, Luther, can you hear me? Yep. Yes, uh, you can. Are, are, you si- are you sitting there biting your nails? Nope, I chewed them all, chewed out them all day. Uh, I need to clip them. <laughs> uh, you don't, you don't have, have any nails on you uh, Okay Folks, if you're a liberty lover Like we are in this radio station um, You know You are definitely biting your nails Because um, I mean, this is it You know, we, we've been on a downward spiral Spiral with policies That are driving this nation financially into bankruptcy and um, you know we need to at some point consider reversing this and um, I have two great guests on with me tonight to discuss the election Um, one of them is John Scott and the other one is Judge Reed Chambers Um, hold on we're getting static in the mic have to figure out which one it is John is that you Uh, I am here yes Welcome to the show. Always good to be with you, Dwayne. Yes. Okay. Where is the electoral vote right now? Is it 140 to 122, if I remember? Uh, It is. It is. It's uh, 140 to 104 right now. uh, Is what what CBS is putting up on my screen. So um, we just we've just had a update on that. Trump inched ahead to 150 electoral college votes and Clinton to 122. That's the latest. Okay. Yeah, CBS, CBS isn't reporting that quite yet, I, I guess, um, from what I'm watching. I've just got the silent screen on right now, so it doesn't interrupt. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So, I, I mean, it's, it's, you know, everybody knows my position on these two candidates, and it has been no surprise. Um, you know, but for Trump to get across the finish line, he needs another 120 electoral votes. Can we do this, John? Uh, it's it's an interesting race right now. It, it's an interesting race right now. It, so you've got you've got 13 battleground states, in essence, that that are are still in play. Uh, at this point in 2012, they had called three of those. Um, they haven't called any, and actually. The interesting thing for me tonight in watching this is that um, North Carolina had been called for Clinton, sort of tentatively called for if she had the edge, and they put that state back in play now as well. Um, so it's it interesting. Yeah, they have. Uh, Florida, Florida, from what we're seeing, um, uh, Clinton is underperforming with, with some of the, the – sort of President Obama's uh, base. Uh, 
uh, Hispanic voters and uh, particularly folks in Broward County that, that are usually late results that, that sort of help push the Democratic candidate. The good news um, about Florida is that's one of the states where the time zone is split in the same state. So the western part of the state and the panhandle, which is heavily Republican, just literally closed uh, the polls for voting five minutes ago. Right. So the whole panhandle has not yet reported, but the heavy Democrat areas have. Yeah, and that's that's what they're that's what they're seeing right now. Is Broward County, which usually sort of helps uh, Democratic candidates in, in Florida, is is she's underperforming um, with with those sort of demographics, and and it, it's interesting. It's uh, it's not unexpected to me at this point, but it's it's interesting. It's um, it's everything's a toss up still as of this moment. It's it's. Uh, um, I don't think a lot of people expected this. Same thing in Ohio. Uh, uh, last I saw, they were in a, an absolute dead heat. Um, I think uh, Mr. Trump was up by sixty thousand votes or something like that, but it was a statistical dead heat. So um, I haven't seen uh, any have numbers all the on county, that. So the counties that have not reported in Ohio um, were they the the uh, Republican ones or kind of mixed? <laughs> Uh, it's, it, it's it's uh it's Trump by razor thin edge right now. Uh, One and a half Fox percent. News, Fox News projects Trump wins in Kentucky, South Carolina, West Virginia, Missouri, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Alabama, and Arkansas. Uh, okay, so what's his electoral change now? Well, that's projection winners, and they haven't been called yet. So that means that these razor-thin leads for Trump are holding. Yeah, it's Uh, it's, it's truly shaping up to be one of those races that we don't see a final tally tonight, that we don't know what the final – you know, I'm one of those guys that that obviously stays up until 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning watching this stuff, (laughs) as you all are probably. And, um, oh yes. You know, this this one could be one of those that that really goes um, deep into the night, if, if not into tomorrow. Um, when you've got so and many, with so having many, some, <clears throat> having yes. some contests. And some Trump con- filed a uh, lawsuit in um, Nevada. Nevada. Yep. Because uh, yeah, Nevada. Because. Uh, uh, there was discrepancy on the, the voting hours in the largest county of Clark County. Yeah, um, okay. and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see um, legal issues pop up in Florida again, as they always do, right? I, I'm no surprise. Not sure why they haven't figured out how to run an election down there. They're always under the spotlight. But, um, it's, yeah, well, I, mean, it's I think it's because there's too many cheats and frauds who think they can get away <laughs> with it yet one more time. Mm-hmm. It's um, I have a, a friend whose husband is from India, and um, she he went with her today to vote in in her home state, which shall remain nameless, wasn't Florida, but um, right. she said that her husband uh, her husband's take was this is a, how a first world country votes. Like this is the system that you all use. Machines were broken, and you know they had had thousands of people stuffing into one machine, and the line was around the corner. And um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of sketchy at times. How come the when you Republicans go to vote? Uh, uh, four, yeah, hold on, Judge. I just got to ask this. 
Yeah, hold, hold on, Judge. How come when you go to vote in the machines, um, they don't give the voter a receipt, okay, At, or keep a detail log? Because it's my understanding it prints onto some cartridge or something. And sometimes if you push for Trump, it can come out for Clinton. So, you know, so my, the, I guess the my judge point might know the, the, the judge might have a better answer to that, but um, it, I, you know, I just um, the machines aren't set up to to do that. It, it's it's funny we are probably It'd be so easy to send yourself an email from these touchscreen computer uh, polling stations if you enter your email and push the yes I want a uh, you know sent to me the way I voted. It'd be so easy to do that. Uh, so, By the way, but, but it's, it's, with preliminary reports in, the Democrats have picked up one seat in the Senate and one seat in the House. But does it change the balance of power so far? No. And so far, no. Seats, uh, polls close at, at 11. I've okay. Seen, I've, seen internal, I've seen internal projections from um, a media source that say that um, – they fully expect Republicans to keep the House, uh, the Senate. Right. The Senate may be in, in a little bit more play, but the House is is probably going to be fine. Um, the Senate can also see? boil down to who was elected vice president to break the That's time. right. That's right. right. Um, but Luther, did, did, see, uh, did you want? Yeah, Luther. I know you're on. Did you want to ask something? Well, that's key. That could be the, that could be the the. the the street, the us winning the Senate is uh, Trump winning the election. Could come right down to that. That's it. That's what matters. Yeah. For Vice well, President Pence victory, to if break it's not the a time edge. Yes. But uh, what, as, as the edge is looking tonight, it looks like Trump's got the edge. Yes, I'm looking for a Trump landslide. So uh, all the rallies <laughs> and all the rallies worked in, the, in Clinton's ground game. Looks like it failed. They just called. Uh, I just uh, they just called Missouri for uh, for Mr. Trump. Fifty-eight percent to thirty-six percent is the is the yeah, call. Yes, he there. was an overwhelming favorite in Missouri. Remember, yeah. Judge, I said twenty percent on that one. We're at twenty right now. Dead or night. I just mm-hmm. I so just, what's the I vote? Just the electoral vote count now. Uh, one Missouri uh, has ten TV. electoral college. So if we had 150 before with Missouri's 10, that would make 160, but they haven't changed the uh, the tote board yet to reflect that. Yeah, CBS has, still has it 150 to 104 for uh, for Mr. Trump. So um, Okay. And, that's, and Fox that's says it 150 to 122 for Clinton. I, I think I think you may be seeing some some numbers too from some other stations that uh, yeah. When I mentioned that that North Carolina was back into play. Um, and right now, that's that's actually um, uh, fifty to forty-six of what's reporting for and Mr. Trump. So Mr. Trump's taking for Trump to win, he Carolina. has to have North Carolina. That's a must sure win for Trump. Sure does. Has it, has, I think some other some other uh, stations have called that. And the for, early uh, early voting, the black voters were underperforming for Clinton by roughly 10% over the high watermark for uh, Obama uh, in 2012. So uh, the okay, so, black yeah. support for Clinton has softened some in North Carolina. 
but the Republicans have been voting heavily. Uh, okay, I want to ask John a question, and, and then the judge. Um, let's go to North Carolina, okay? Uh, if yeah. I remember, Barack Obama carried that. Did he not in That's 2012? Right. Okay. I think he did. Now, now, he did. Now, let me ask uh, either one of you can answer this one. Um, but is it because the liberals from, um, you know, let's say New York, New Jersey, they moved down there? That's why the state has become the way it is. <laughs> um, that's to, to a certain extent, <laughs> that's there's some truth in that. Actually, uh, a, a friend within the political world um, is actually the the get out the vote coordinator for um, for Hillary Clinton in North Carolina, and uh, he's from New York. So, so that, that's an anecdotal. Um, and he lives down in Nashville okay, now, I, I guess. I have, um, send, I have a message to send to all the other states outside of New York and New Jersey. Do what you have to do to contain the disease here. <laughs> because <laughs> when they move out of here, okay, see, see, they're not seeing that their policies have ruined these states here. You know, the, the tax. Uh, the increase in tax and then the spend and then the programs and all that, they're not understanding that that, that whole thing, that whole cycle, and guns. it doesn't work. I'm a native New Yorker, and I fled the state because of stupid laws, stupid politicians, and high taxes. Uh, okay, I'm so, a graduate of the University so the, of State of New York yeah. at Albany, and I'm a, nat- a native-born New Yorker. So the message to the other states surrounding us is you got to contain this <laughs> because they did the same th- the same thing to Vermont. Uh, we and, need a Trump probably, wall around New York. <laughs> what what I find interesting is for the first time in, in in decades, I would guess both candidates are having their election night uh, headquarters in New York City uh, within I mean, three so blocks of each other. Exactly. I mean, amazing, unprecedented in in recent times, Um, but also interesting and and comes back to people's sort of initial reservations about, you know, some of the similarities between these two candidates. And and it's funny how Republican voters, and I think one of the big reasons that Mr. Trump is is doing well tonight is because those Republican voters, those hashtag never Trump kind of voters, seem to have come home to the GOP, whereas the never Hillary voters haven't seemed to do that. But you had these similarities between these two candidates that people talked about. And we go, we go over a year, we go, you know, basically two years of campaign time. And we go from that to coming around and literally being a few blocks from one another in New York city. And um, it's, it's just a strange, long, strange trip that we end up right back where we began. So um, well, well, I will tell you that we conservatives here in New Jersey know that if we can work in a state like this, then, um, then you know, we will ha- have learned some technique um, that we can take anywhere because we have known ha- how to fight this fight where the disease is emanating from. And, and I have to call it a disease because I don't know how this, this liberal policies um, – you know, particularly of the tax and spend, but all, all this liberalism about letting everybody in and the health care. I don't know how they cannot see how, how this bankrupts the system. 
They don't care. So, as a political consultant, you know, former political consultant, I don't do it like I used to do it. But um, I, I have an interesting relationship with New Jersey. I tried to get in there one time and, and do some. It is unique. I come from Rhode Island. Rhode Island's probably the bluest state um, of, of all in the in the nation. Uh, and New Jersey um, is just a place you can't do business there as a political consultant unless you are regular, a regular player in the game. There are sort of consultants that just deal with New Jersey. You have an off-year election, right? You're, you're in the off cycle. Um, and uh, and it's just so unique to maneuver down there. And it's not enough to sort of have a roadmap and figure out how to get through New Jersey politics as a, as a Republican operative. You need I to have local knowledge. Christie allows New Jersey to hassle gun owners like it does. People with concealed carry permits from differing states still get arrested by uh, – New Jersey uh, police and put in jail on felonies just because they had a concealed carry permit issued in another state and was simply transversing and going through the state of uh, New Jersey. And Christie says he blames the Democrat legislature for that, but I blame the Republican governor. He has the power of uh, pardon. And I would issue the uh, pardon uh, before trial and after indictment. He's right, and I don't know if you guys remember Sheena Allen. Uh, she was a gal that came from Pennsylvania traveling with her, her kids in a car. This, I believe she was visiting somebody in New Jersey. And in New Jersey, um, you have to, when you come into our state, and I let everybody know, you have to put your gun um, in a separate comp- in your car in a separate compartment and then your bullet in another separate compartment concealed. So they both okay? have to be locked. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, um, and you cannot stop, I'm telling you guys, you cannot stop anywhere. You Pretty much the law has you, you have to go to and from the range and back. And I'm telling you, even if you stop at McDonald's, or to the drive-through, okay, or, or get gas, whatever you have to do, um, they will pull you over, okay, and and that's what happened mm-hmm. to, to Sheena to Sheena Allen, and oh my God, the New Jersey Second Amendment had a horrible time getting the, that woman off. Um, I'm not sure if she had served jail time or not, but um, uh, there was a whole thing about her. Uh, but you know, uh, yeah, okay. See, she she was actually um, taken into custody, but then um, I do believe they got her got her off. But I'm not sure if she actually served jail yes, time. Yes, over she was there. released, but after a year okay. and a half of worrying, and uh, yeah. at the traffic stop, she volunteered to the officer that she had a concealed carry permit. Yes, from Pennsylvania. And um, so he just arrested her arbitrarily. Yeah. 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 And And I recommend that that woman, Mrs. Allen, file a federal civil rights lawsuit against that officer and the county prosecutor for state and local officials acting under color of law Um, to violate civil rights. 
she she's not the only one. There have been others. It's it's almost like, um, you know, you if you get caught um, yeah. doing something stupid like that, even me, okay, because I I didn't know you had to go to and from the range in, in your house, okay, until some right. until Frank Fiamingo told me, okay. Um, but and if you get caught like she, like she was at a traffic stop or going to a coffee at McDonald's or whatever, um, it's the, the three branches of government. He told me will conspire against you, and I I don't remember the the uh, time that you have to serve, but it's very strict here. I, I'm telling seven you, years, like, seven years. Seven yep. years, okay. Um, I mean, but we've had people call in this radio show. Um, moms have told me that because um, they go across the way to Pennsylvania and their kids um, do paintball over there. And, um, right. you know, and, and those paintball guns, they look like guns, okay? And, and um, the moms have told me that they would come back into New Jersey and, and not even thinking anything of it, but somebody else will see it, you know, as they're driving along, they'll see They'll see a gun and not know the difference. It's a paintball gun, and they'll we'll call the cops. And um, and what they'll do is they'll send a couple of squad cars. You know, first the man that comes and and you know and and looks at you. In fact, the, the moms were telling me that they actually tell the moms to get out of the car. They put their hands up, okay, frisk him, whatever, and then they look at the car and then they figure out that it's a paintball gun. You know, but in the meantime, the mom and the children and the kids in there have all been traumatized. So it's, you know, and it's just a very strict thing here for whatever reason, Um, you know, and and it's not right. It's like you can't, you you can own a gun so as long as you keep it in your house and that's it. Well, that's not the right to bend bare arms as far as I'm concerned. No, that's, that's, uh. That's, they're breaking yeah. the constitutional right. Right. And in my yeah, state, judge. I'm not a, not required to have a concealed carry permit because I've been appointed by the presiding judge of my state trial court as a uh, approved uh, judicial process server, what our court of appeals calls special agents, and that is a post that's authorized to carry concealed weapons in this state. So. I, I have around my neck what we call a raid chain. That's a chain, and at the end of the chain is a leather badge with a, uh, in, you know, that's recessed in leather. Okay. So now what happens, what will Hillary Clinton do, uh, if, assuming if, if she was to take office, uh, what would she do with the Second Amendment? Would she move to take the guns away? Um that would be her first choice. That would be her preference, of course. But if she wins the election tonight, that will just awaken the uh, Republican Congress with a terrible resolve to get all of the emails that the FBI looked the other way on and investigate her for impeachment. So even if she wins the election, she will lose in the long run. There are so, so many felonies. We, w- we would have a marked president. Yeah. Well, the Constitution I, I think, in I think, Article I think 3 says. 
If the president-elect shall die, become incapacitated, or not qualified to be president, then the vice president-elect shall take the term of the president-elect. And that's Article 3, United States Constitution. Okay. Uh, go ahead, John. I know you wanted to talk. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I, I think it's spot on, Judge. I think that, that I almost think that no matter um, uh, what happens, whoever the president is, we're going to see some sort of battle, you know, pushback from the other side. This has been such a contentious election. And certainly um, if, if what I've seen is true and, and, and the Republicans hold the Congress, hold the House at least, uh, the judge is, is, is exactly right. Well, even be... in the Democrat Party, the gag reflex has been touched. The New York City Police Department has announced they're ready to do an arrest on Hillary. And the wow. notebook that is on Anthony Weiner's laptop that she shares with his wife, Uma Abedin, that had all of those thousands of Clinton emails on it, also contained apparently photographs of Hillary and Uma with an underage teenager having three way sex. Yeah. And that yeah, was that, one of the enumerated things the New yeah. York City Police Department said they are ready to pursue an arrest for. And that's the New York City Police Department, which is a comfortably yes. Democrat town. Yes, they, they well, are. Well, we know New uh, York City Police could be walking into her victory party tonight to haul her out in handcuffs, for all we know. I would, I would doubt uh, that, but um, you never know. Uh, while we've been talking, by the way, New Mexico has been called for um, for Secretary Clinton. Um, Florida has the numbers I've seen uh, give Mr. Trump the edge, um, not in current voting, but projected edge at 49 to 47 percent. And Pennsylvania is a 48-48 toss-up, not statistical dead heat. It is a dead heat right now. Oh. Um, and Ohio and was just called for Trump. Uh, yeah, hold yeah. on. Okay. Okay, so what? Forty-two percent. Okay, so um, no. John, yeah, John, can you give me the electoral count now, or what you have? Um, I don't have an update. The last I got one Trump. I saw. Go ahead. Uh, I go got ahead, Judge. Trump now at one sixty-eight. Clinton one thirty-one. They just called Ohio I'm, for Trump. I'm going to say I my prayers. <laughs> I haven't heard um, Ohio called yet, but that's that's a big one. If no Republican president has ever held office without winning Ohio, so um, that, that was that was one that he needed. What uh, I found interesting in the in, what I found interesting in the Pennsylvania numbers um, is that the crosstabs showed that 56 percent of the people who had voted in in Pennsylvania voted based on uh, economic issues. That was their number one. Not surprising in and of itself, because we all know that's really been the most important issue to to voters, Um, but surprising to see that and wonder how that plays into Mr. Trump versus Secretary Clinton. And um, certainly that edge would would have to go to to Mr. Trump, I would think. Um, Now... Yeah, hold on, Luther. Luther. I said I look for Michigan to be next, be the next victory for Trump. 
Luther is from Ohio Michigan. That, oh, that's wonderful. And yeah, calling uh, Ohio for Trump is critical because Ohio has voted with the winner for presidency for a very, very, very long time. Right. That's true. Yeah, I don't think think anybody's uh, won the presidency without winning Ohio since uh, Kennedy did it. Um, Kennedy was the last one to to pull that off, and no Republican has ever, ever done it. So Republicans have to win Ohio in order to to win. So it's setting up. It's interesting. This is is really turning out to be um, uh, quite the race. Uh, yes. Now, I was sorry what, what? that Governor Christie couldn't deliver New Jersey. And he's chairman no. of the transition team. Yeah, he's in the last few days he's been sidelined a little bit in the last couple of weeks uh, due to the yeah the bridge, the bridge came trial. in and his aides all went to prison. Yep. <laughs> so. It's, Tough when they take out your uh, your your team. <laughs> uh, yes, Bridgegate, uh, which you know, yeah. rather, if you, in my opinion, you know, um, uh, you know, it, it's just how it is. But I will tell you, you know, the the students in New Jersey are open to third party much more than a lot of the. Um, you know, we we have a lot of minorities around here. Uh, they they are uh, always voting Democrat, and that's because you know the Democrats give a lot of the handouts over here. So, um, but I will tell you there's some positive signs on on the colleges here within the student movement. They don't they haven't don't they don't like waiting without jobs and, and all that. Um, they haven't gone Republican, but they uh, are have moved into the independent category. Um, and those are a lot, a lot of the millennials. Um, but, you know, New Jersey, we have a lot of cities. We have Newark. We have Camden, um, P- Patterson, you know, all very close to one another. Um, and those are pretty much the heavy Democratic areas over here. Um, so New Jersey's been tough, and I think we haven't voted Republican aside from Christie's. Um, but New Jersey hasn't gone for a Republican president. Uh, must be uh, what? Judge, help me out. Nineteen was it Reagan, the last one in New Jersey, maybe? But it's been a very long time. Yes. So um, I, I would even be surprised he, if. Yeah, I think I think Reagan. Yes. Okay. By the way, so, Fox News just projects Colorado for Clinton. Uh, I'm not going to make my comment on that. Yeah, Virginia. Uh, uh, I just saw Virginia uh, get called for uh, Secretary Clinton as well. Um, mm-hmm. that was uh, the interesting number that I've the the yeah, it was, and it actually it was interesting to even see it. Um, sort of lean Trump in the early in the early hours, but their Democratic counties tend to, to report late. The interesting number that I've seen um, uh, while y'all were talking there was uh, New Hampshire. Um, New Hampshire right now sits with almost it was about 60 percent reporting. Um, sits at 49 uh, to 46 for Mr. Trump. Um, interestingly enough, close Senate race there, Kelly Ayotte. And uh, Maggie Hassan, one that the Democrats were hoping to pick up, 
that almost exactly mirrors the Trump Clinton race at 46 uh, uh, for for um, Haffin and 49 for uh, for the incumbent Kelly Ayotte. So that's one that the, the Republicans would really like to hang on to. Well, did Virginia actually went Democrat? Did, did it vote Democrat in 2012? It, it did. Or was this the first time? Uh, for, Virginia has been Ohio. slowly sort of. For, Virginia uh, has slowly sort of, yeah. Virginia slowly been Ohio going. Ohio and Virginia. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Okay. Hold it, guy John. And, and um, I mean, you've got you know Terry McAuliffe um, down there, and and um, so you've got these sort of. It used to be a pretty solid Republican state, and in the last um, probably three cycles, you've seen it sort of move to the left. And 2012 certainly, as the judge mentioned, was a was a sort of key year for them in terms of of uh, the presidential race going going Democrat. So not unexpected. The state tends to really run purple, um, and it depends on the area that you're in and the county that you're in. But um, they've they've sort of statewide really pushed into the the Democrat side of the the aisle. Uh, judge, should Clinton get in? Okay. Um... Uh, I believe our constitution will be in a crisis. Um, So the first thing the Republicans do will, will do what? Well, I think that they will, the Congress will start investigations of the uh, Clinton crime cartel. And they have so many felonies to investigate with respect to the Clinton foundation accepting bribes in return for Secretary of State favors. And uh, the New York City Police Department has uh, Hillary having sex with an underage minor. I think that uh, the high crimes and misdemeanors are so overwhelming that the Congress has a duty to investigate whether or not impeachment is warranted. Well, they should be pulling Uh, passports right now. Yeah, so she, so if she steps down, um, well, okay. Well, let me ask you this: Will, will the NYPD um, ever come out with an indictment against her? They said they're ready to. Okay, and let's say she's president-elect, and they and they come out with an indictment against her. Then what happens? She can be arrested. If she's president-elect, she can be arrested. Pardon her. Well, yes. Would uh, would Obama pardon her in a heartbeat? Absolutely. Then we go for immediate impeachment. But the pardon pardon would not be effective until she admits criminality to accept the pardon. Uh, Okay, so she doesn't have to admit criminality then? Yes, she does. To accept a pardon, you okay. have to admit criminal liability, and the president has no pardon to uh, no power to pardon in impeachment cases. The impeachment would not be derailed by a presidential pardon; just right. the criminal sure. arrest. Would Cain step in then? If or what Hillary, yes. Well, Article Three, U.S. Constitution says that if the president-elect shall die, become incapacitated, or not qualify, 
then the vice president-elect shall take the term of the president-elect. And if she's convicted of a felony, she would not qualify. Then he's the president if she wins. That's right. Well, people, she's not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Suppose Hillary wins the popular vote tonight and is declared to be the president-elect, but the Republican Congress refuses to accept 53 electoral college votes out of California. If you subtract 53 votes from whatever she gets out of electoral college, she's no longer the president-elect, and neither is her running mate, the vice president-elect. Okay, so we could we have a mess on our hands, possibly. Um, we do. If the uh, so U.S. I mean, US House the, the refuses thing. to accept yeah, California's uh, uh, electoral right. college votes, well, then the U.S. House would elect the president of the United States. Uh, okay, go ahead, John. I was going to say these things are, are are they're interesting to speculate and talk, uh, you know, speculate about and talk about. Um, I think it, it would be unprecedented in, in uh, the United States to, to see something like that happen. Does that mean it won't happen? No. I do think it, it, it – I mean, it could. I think it's interesting to note, though, that, that there actually is – funny, we go back and forth about whether the Electoral College is a good thing or not. And um, it it's actually was put in because uh, our founding fathers, in their infinite wisdom um, – I mean, these guys were so ahead of their time and, and so insanely brilliant that they actually anticipated this. They actually gave yes, us the did. Electoral College as a means to make sure that these things didn't happen. Um, and now, whether it's the Electoral College, break. it is. Um, yeah, John. Whether, whether they still play that out uh, the way that, that Madison and and Jefferson and, and all those guys if really demagogued well because plays yeah. people in a popular vote and gets overwhelmingly support popularly but is a guy like Hitler and remember Hitler was elected he didn't seize power the electoral college mm-hmm. has independent authority to not vote for somebody elected by the people mhm um which makes for an interesting you know interesting question and so you have in this case i, I know um there are a lot of Trump fans here in the room, uh, but he is perhaps um, going to trial uh, uh, not long after the election. Could perhaps find herself in a courtroom not too long after the election, and so it, it brings up this interesting question. It's unprecedented, and to, to think that we're having this discussion is amazing. Um, you know how we get to this point with all the people in the country that we could have. Uh, but here, yet here we are, and the discussion's on the table. And, and but there is a process, there is a piece in place to make sure that these things don't happen. And it would be interesting to see it played out um, as long as it is after the founding of the United States. Uh, um, well, yeah, I think in Thomas Je- uh, Jefferson's term of office, Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr were tied in the Electoral College. <laughs> So, uh, Jefferson was elected president, and Burr was elected vice president by the House and Senate. Yep. Mm -hmm. We talked about that last night. And then Aaron Burr was a party to the conspiracy to steal the Louisiana Purchase to set up his own kingdom there. 
and was arrested for treason, but the jury found him not guilty, but did convict his co-conspirators, including the man without a country who was imprisoned on a ship never to set foot on America ever again. We need that boat back in the water. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, the uh, early version of Gitmo. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need it. We're going to do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but now the person who becomes president, here's another issue of mine, uh, will be electing a Supreme Court justice. Appointing, correct? Appointing. In the water, if the Senate can't confirm, uh, you know, if Hillary were to appoint Supreme Court justices and the Republicans control the Senate, there is no guarantee they would confirm any of her appointments. In in okay. fact, some have come out and said that they, I think it was Senator McCain, who just got uh, reelected, um, came out and said, we might not do any of them. Um, any of them, so it's, exactly. It's, it's, it's sort of, you know, you know, whether that's, there's no mandate that says that we have to have, you know, nine justices or, or, or you know, more than five or, or, or there's not, they can well, do what is, they there's want. There's a federal law. Yes, there is it's, a federal law that sets the Supreme Court size at nine. But I personally advocate amending that law to provide a Supreme Court with nine justices on the criminal division, nine on the civil division, and nine on the constitutional law division. Isn't it a range okay. though that originally that the um, that the uh, constitution sort of addressed, or that, that the Federalist Papers addressed, that they they sort of gave a range and didn't say nine. We have had more than nine at, at some points in this country's history, and we've had less than than nine. Am I wrong on that, uh, Judge? I think we have, but then Congress set a law. And establish okay. it at nine, and it's, uh, um, that law can be uh, amended according to the the wants and needs of circumstances. And yeah, okay. we're certainly in an interesting period right now with that. I, I Garland is a, an interesting, you know, interesting case um, that you know we put President Obama put Merrick Garland up and. And they didn't act on it, and they sort of used we're too close to the election as part of it. Um, although there was reasonable belief that if, if Hillary Clinton became president, that he might be the best that we could get. But when you look at Merrick Garland's record, he's he's a moderate in theory, but he's a moderate only in theory because he always sides with government. So if the government's right. position in a case um, in the D.C. Circuit is shut down. down. Yeah, it's, it's sacred. He always goes with the government. Now, that that might be a conservative position, um, as we know it, or a center right position, or it may be a center left position. But he always sides with the government. It's a center left position. It's, For instance, it's, all it's the regulations on the Department of uh, um, Energy could definitely, uh, or Environmental Protection. To uphold those governmental decrees would be horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's always going to side with government. Um, so even if it were a position that would you know favor the rights of the individual in so, in some instance, the government's case is the case that he goes with, and that's uh, I, I find it. Uh, hold on, uh, John, are you there? Sure. 
I am. It's on our, okay, we're getting static in the judge's line. Um, uh, judge, are you there? Oh, yes, I'm here. I don't hear you static. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, but, uh, okay, go ahead, judge. Uh, Luther, are you there? So at any, at, yeah, I'm here. At any rate, I, uh, yeah, I could be the next. The next appointment could be could be you know interesting, interesting appointments, and they're going to go one way or the other. I know that Mr. Trump has put out a list of his potential appointments, but there's there's no reason to believe that he necessarily sticks to those or or doesn't stick to them, um, and there's no reason to believe that you know at this point that he he gets the advice and consent piece in there. And, and so it's, it's, it'll be interesting and, and it could lead to real gridlock on the Supreme court. And it's funny because everybody that I talked to, um, all those Republicans that have come home, all those never Trumpers, the reason that mm-hmm. they've done that, the reason that they've come home and they've, they've sort of decided to vote for Trump is because of those Supreme court issues. Um, it's such well, an if they were piece. liberal, if there were deaths or disabilities among the liberal ranks on the U.S. Supreme Court and the U.S. Senate refuses to confirm Obama's last appointee and all of Hillary's appointee, it might boil down to a um, seven-man Supreme Court with, that is dominated four to three by the conservatives and no mm-hmm. need to fill any appointments. Yeah, I mean, in theory, Judge, yeah. I, I get, you know, North Carolina Ginsburg. just called for Donald Trump. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they um, they were. It was definitely leaning that way. So that's interesting. Now Florida's still leaning Trump. So uh, um, it's the East Coast is going going for Mr. Trump. This is interesting. Um, yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> I I would not. You know, I'm Doreen. I was on your show. Um, uh, when we had, uh, you know, whatever it was, 17, um, 17 Republican candidates. And, and we talked, uh, I, I am that guy that said that, you know, people, Mr. Trump's not going to, he'll, he's going to drop out. He's not doing it for the right reasons. He's, I was the guy that predicted that he'd be, you know, he'd be out as soon as the, 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 the group weather withered down and, and it got about real issues. I figured that, you know, guys like, like Rubio and Cruz who had a handle on the issues would knock him out. Nope. I've been wrong every step of the way. And, and he's going to probably prove me wrong on this too and end up being uh, the president of the United States. So it's, it's going to be an interesting night. Yes. Uh, Luther, do you want to ask something? Well, after tonight, we got to work on changing senators and changing the makeup of uh the Senate and the Congress, because they're going to try to block, block Trump in any way they can. So this is just the beginning of this fight. Uh, yeah, he, he means the the rhinos, and that's another yeah, the rhinos, issue yeah. with the Republican Party. Um, yeah. You know, we, right well, after a this, Trump, right a President Trump, as all presidents traditionally appoint a Secretary of Defense from the opposing party. So a President Trump would do well to pick a Democrat senator on the Armed Forces Committee to be Secretary of Defense so that the United States would always show a bipartisan defense posture. That would reduce a seat in the U.S. Senate from the Democrat side in a state that had a Republican governor to appoint the vacancy. Amen. Take a seat. Wow. Have the job. Take a seat. That's right. Have the job. 
We want you to have that job. Right. We want that seat. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier. I was too. <laughs> well, we right. better not have so, no rhinos take no seats because we're not giving none up. That's well, right. I mean, that, that's just it. We have to look at the Republican Party who who has challenged Trump. At that's this. right. You know, and, and not now I want him. their scalps. Yes. Yeah. That's right. It's the beginning of the fight. Well, it's it's, it's crazy, sort of. If you think about it, there's a there's a piece of the puzzle here that yes, you know, uh, Mr. Trump has um has uh, a GOP after his name, and and you know he's representing the Republican Party. But there's there's a case to be made that he's not really a traditional Republican in a lot of ways. So what what's going to be his um his posture in terms of dealing with a Republican Congress or a Democratic Congress, is there, I don't know as, as it matters to him because he's sort of, he's run on being outside of the process. He's run on being, um, you know, not beholden to many people, though he should write a thank you note to Ryan Priebus because Priebus has stuck by him through, through a lot of this. But, you know, he's, is he going to be, how how friendly is he going to be with Speaker Ryan and how, you know, he doesn't have those those old boy ties to the Republican Party. Um, some of that's good. Some of that's bad. But he is really his own party. And he's created sort of people have come in and voted for him and come into the Republican Party in sort of this vacuum created by people that have left the Republican Party at the same time. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting dynamic inside the Beltway and, and um, you know, I they called Colorado. I, by the way, I believe for, for that. Um, I believe that Speaker Ryan, having previously said that he couldn't see himself supporting uh, Trump at this juncture, will have those crows come home to roost when he tries to run for re-election as Speaker, because a President Trump would back another Speaker, other than Ryan. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, there aren't a lot of, you know, who are the logical people sort of that would could be speaker who stuck with with Mr. Trump um, through the through the the Billy Bush uh, bus uh, video or bus audio scandal. Um, I'm not sure who sort of, you know, the logical choice is there to ascend to the to the speakership. I, I don't know who that is. The other thing that you have though is that. The, while he is not a creature of the GOP, the the um, the House members the House tend is. to be, yes. So they might be more inclined to go with sort of the the House, you know, the the, the Republican choice there, the Republican um, regular, and, and keep keep Mr. Ryan, um, Speaker Ryan. So I, I'm not sure how much that plays. You know, it, it plays both ways for 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 President Trump. He's outside the system, but. That doesn't mean that he gets sort of some some clout within the system either. Um, it's just the power of the presidency that he has, not necessarily the power of the, the party leadership. And you know, I could see a President Trump uh, getting Newt Gingrich in the White House as chief of congressional relations to twist arms in Congress to get the president's agenda through. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think I think. Um, I think Speaker Gingrich becomes uh, chief staff. I, I would I would guess. 
that he uh, he's the chief of staff um, in a, in I a Trump White Christie House. I think he wants that job. <laughs> well, As he's chairman of the transition team. I think he wants to be chief of staff in the White House. The whole bridge uh, certainly heard him for attorney general. Um, well, Craig Gowdy has already been announced as a Trump attorney general. Here's an interesting question for you, uh, for y'all, and I'll, I'll throw it out there. Um, Comey has a ten-year um, has a ten-year contract, right? A ten-year, you know, commitment to be the the head of the FBI. What happens? <laughs> He's sort of. He's sort of in in both camps and out in both camps. What, what happens with him? Um, he's ripe for impeachment. I he, think he the attorney general and the FBI director are both in collusion for obstruction of justice, for saying Hillary did nothing wrong in the face of all these felonies. You know, Uma Abedin, that um, Muslim chief aide to Hillary, Never, never, never got a security clearance from the State Department. So each email that was classified said to Uma Abedin that she put on the laptop with also unsecured uh, uh, Anthony Weiner. Each and every email is a felony. Yeah, and there's Spies thousands. Did. Well, tomorrow they better all yeah. get them to the tarmac because they're all getting indicted. That's right. Yeah. 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 I still come back. I still come back to the uh, and you know, interesting. I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but um, I still come back to the whole President Clinton and Attorney General Lynch meeting on the plane three days before um, the decision came out that they weren't going to do anything. You know, that's, she that's is right for impeachment. She is well, right for impeachment. All these people are involved what? in that foundation. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's certainly the some cross over there. Is in, in deep gimshi about uh, bribery. Pay for play. I'm seeing, uh, tr- I'm seeing Trump has been declared the winner in Florida. Oh, how nice. Okay. Okay. So, how many more electoral votes do we have to go? <laughs> they haven't updated my board yet, but that, I think, if What's I remember today? right, is in the 20s. Maybe? Well, 20s? my board says 183 to 131. Yeah, I seen 168 a little while ago. All right. Yeah. So I'm, we got it. Uh, yeah, I, have, the board I'm watching hasn't updated from Florida. I'm I'm getting. Yeah. I got I got Is the Florida, Florida on, on an intern. electoral votes. How many votes? Do, electoral college votes does Florida have? I think it's 27. 21? But I'm not sure. 21. It's in the 20? 20s. It's a big one. <laughs> yeah, it it's, it's a big one. It's definitely needed. Um, you know, Mr. Trump's on track. I, I've said that if you saw, um, if you saw Florida and Ohio, you needed he needed to see Florida and Ohio in order to win. Um, Pennsylvania could go either way, and, and he'd still be. And um, you know, things are things are going his way right now, and they're going 29. his way. What's interesting is they're going. It's twenty. Yeah, it's twenty. They're going his way again. Against the polling, you know, and I've. I've said this. I've said this right along that the polling, you couldn't poll him necessarily because people weren't necessarily going to say what they felt all the time. And so there was an undervote in that polling. You're starting to see that. You're seeing an undervote in the polling, and you're seeing an underperformance for her. The other right. thing I've said is that right along is that his support was solid and voracious. Her support 
was sort of lukewarm, and it was mostly based on we don't like her. We really don't like him, but we don't like her all that much either. And unless you have that 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 vibrancy in your support, you don't necessarily get up and go out and vote. You might, you know, you might go out to lunch and decide, oh yeah, I'm not going to go wait in that line. I'm not going to do that. So there was no real um, sense of urgency to her support. There was a tremendous sense of urgency to his support. So I think if Democrats who supported Sanders might vote down ticket and ignore the presidential race and not cast mm-hmm. a ballot in the presidential race. I actually, of, um, I, I, I heard a lot of people say that today. That they voted yeah. under ticket but didn't vote for the presidency. Well, the young um, kids in Michigan were for Bernie, and they said they'd vote for Trump if uh, Bernie didn't get in. So, and then, and then your closet votes coming out in Trump's favor. People that don't want to talk about it, people that are deciding at the last minute. You put it, put aside, Michigan, put aside the. Um, go ahead. Is I Michigan in play as a swing set? Michigan. I doubt yes. it. I, I doubt it. Uh, it was, but. Um, should be the numbers were showing it was, but I doubt that it will be. Um, uh, so, Luther, you're just like another state, like New, like New Jersey, then. Well, we're gonna win the. You know? We're gonna win the. Trump's gonna win Michigan tonight. I'll tell you what. I've seen more Trump signs, and I can't yeah, tell you yeah. the last time. I, I cannot I know, tell you the last time I seen a Hillary sign. There ain't a Hillary sign within 50 miles of here, and I'm between Pontiac and Flint. Well, the people in Flint got got poisoned by the water and. And uh, they didn't. That did Hillary. Yeah. Biggest problem in the state. We're going to lose this election because they didn't. They didn't pick Bernie Sanders. Right. The black people are not coming out in Michigan today. Critics of the electoral college system will be silenced if Trump wins the election tonight, because the popular <laughs> vote is so razor thin. But Trump has consistently led all evening in the electoral college. 183 to 131. Right. I, I saw 49% to 46% on the popular vote for Mr. Trump um, uh, a couple of minutes ago come across my, my screen. But um, go back okay. to the Bernie Sanders thing for a second. I, I think it's interesting that, you know, you, you talk about Mr. Sanders or, or Senator Sanders and Mr. Trump have a lot in common on the most basic level. Take out some of the the, the exact demographics of their support and, and, you know, whether you, whatever the criticisms are of, of, of Mr. Trump and sort of his personal views and personal, the things he says, but on the most basic level in this election, people are sick and tired of what's going on in Washington. And both parties saw these great push, you know, this great push of outsider sort of voters and outsider election or outsider candidates. Trump is an outsider. Bernie Let Sanders me, was an outsider. So, you know, there's a lot of commonality there. I'll tell you why that, why, what the deal is here. This election is going to be decided over the transatlantic free trade agreement. Trump will win. I, and would people want yeah. jobs in this country. Well, I, I think WikiLeaks is a significant factor. Numbers, oh, they did. The they finished numbers, it off. So Pennsylvania crosstabs would suggest that you're spot on right. I mean, Pennsylvania crosstabs showing 56% of the people voting on the economy would suggest that you are absolutely right. Called for Trump 
Trump leads in the Electoral College 212 to 131. <laughs> so we can pull this oh, out. Wow. Michigan's coming. Oh, yeah, it can be a Trump landslide in the Electoral Judge, College. Judge, you, you know mm-hmm. I have acid reflux. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I better not, give you some of for somebody with reflux. <laughs> Hold on, you um, only got an hour. Well, <laughs> those of us who are military veterans are used to standing in the breach of sudden death all around us and remaining calm and cool. Please pass, you know, whatever. Got a chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> well, let, uh, I'm going to step out for, for 30 seconds here. Um, I just have to answer somebody, a, a colleague that's yeah. on another line. So I'm going to step out and that's let fine. you continue to talk, fine. and I will be back in a second. Okay. Idaho just called for Trump. Hawaii just called for Hillary. And Trump Hawa- had no more Alaska. Oh. How about Alaska? Oh, that's going to go Trump. That's a solid going to happen for Trump. Have they called? How many Hawaii got one? Think about it. You get these outback people up in Alaska. They all own guns. They all got bears that yeah. live in their neighborhood. You know, <laughs> you can't have an idiot that wants to take people's guns away and live in, in Alaska and want to vote. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay, we're just getting a little static there. Some, sometimes the mic picks that up, but anyhow. Um, uh, I'll bet, okay. I'll... So. How's Montana doing? They they got the most grizzly bears in the United States. I bet you Trump wins there too. You can't there you go. Gun to shoot your neighbor. The grizzlies in your yard. You can't shoot a gun. Okay. All right. Go back to bow and arrow. Yeah. Sure, we will. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, listen, um, Luther. I'm going to step out and get a drink for a few minutes. You got the helm. Okay. 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 Uh, let's talk about the. Um, uh, Idaho, how many electoral votes did they have? Three? Four. Four. And Hawaii had one, right? No, Hawaii has, um, I think, also four. Really? It's impossible to have less than three because oh, that's okay. two senators and one member of the House. Oh, that's, that's right. That's the minimum that's electoral right. college balance. They have to have that. Yeah, okay. That's the minimum. Yeah, Constitution. Okay, I haven't seen... have one House in the, one seat in the House and two senators. I haven't seen nothing on Michigan yet. Um, it was it, it's really really close, but like I said, the Trump signings I have never seen this before. And while we've been the, just now talking, five more states polls have closed. And what do we got? The West Coast left. That's about it. They uh, they just called yeah. Hawaii for uh, for Hillary Clinton. I don't know if you've noticed no that. No surprise. I, the um, some of the numbers I'm seeing are, are, are the some of the stations are there's a wild swing right now in in um, in the way that the news services are calling. Uh, this well, race. I will gladly trade Florida for Trump for Hawaii for Hillary. Amen. <laughs> 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 I agree with you. I, it's funny. <laughs> um, CNN, of course, right now has a 190 for Clinton, 172 for. For Mr. Trump, so um, you know, <laughs> it's it's interesting. I see how With people Clinton's advancement in in uh, Hawaii, et cetera. She just broke 200 and has 202 electoral votes. Trump has 216. 
the race is narrowing. Mm-hmm. California. Um, California looks like it's been called for Clinton. That that would be the one that bumps yes. her way up. That's what yes. put her to 200, right. Yes, yeah. But look for her to get weak the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, you've still got, you've still got some states out there that, that could go either well, way. Well, the whole left so. coast, Oregon and Washington and California are all lefties. So the whole mm-hmm. left coast, coast is going to go Hillary. But the rest mm-hmm. of the country to the east of that is likely to go uh, for Trump until you get to the northeast. Well, excuse well, me, Hillary yeah, most, already took uh, Illinois. Yeah, most of what has been called, most Maryland. of the Northeast has been called. Yeah. Um, well, don't look, uh, Michigan, look right, Michigan right now for you is a toss-up, 48 uh, Trump, 46 Clinton as of right now. So And Pennsylvania, right. who has had He's, polls close Trump for a long time, is still too close to call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, and this is bad yeah, news for Hillary. In Democrat well, Bob, Pennsylvania, if she hasn't won Pennsylvania by now, this tell her that she, tells me that she's hanging by their hair with chinny chin chin in Pennsylvania. Gonna lose. All the ones he's barely got a lead in, he's winning in the end. Uh Trump has been called in North Carolina, yeah. So that's a new one yeah. for, for uh CBS. Yeah. Um, I knew that. Huh. Yeah, you had, I had seen that one too. I'm actually. <laughs> people will make a joke about it, but one of the one of the news services I have scrolling on my phone, um, and I've mentioned this on the show before, and they tend to be very, very accurate. Is uh, Russia Today, the Russian news service, and they they seem to be picking up on things before anybody else. They're about ten minutes ahead of time on on everybody's um, right. Um, they they tend to troll uh, some of the, the social media sites um, that are coming directly from people at the polling uh, reporting places. So it's it's interesting to see their take. But but um, yeah, the Russians want nothing Trump, new as of right now. They do. The Russians exactly. want Trump. Exactly. They want Trump. Exactly. They don't. We have to be friends with the Russians. Remember, in World War II, we needed them when we had to defeat Hitler. We need them to. Make I really sure don't China think we don't... needed them. We were popping so? up the Soviets, and they didn't uh, declare war on Japan to help us. I think it was a big mistake to help them. We should have let yeah. Hitler kick, clean their clock, and still beat Hitler. Yeah, we were afraid to take that chance. For instance, if, if you were the president Roosevelt and I was your military advisor, I would advise against the Normandy invasion and instead direct you to look at the best invasion route be from Alaska 50 miles to Soviet Siberia unopposed we're not going to lose 20,000 GIs on the first day and then we could take the army on the Trans-Siberian Railroad come up behind the Soviets and jointly with the Soviets push the Russians and the excuse me push the Germans all the way to Berlin and that way that would have not had the Iron Curtain over all of Eastern Europe we yeah. would have had a Russian zone, an American zone, a French zone, and a British zone in Poland, Czechoslovakia, Hungary, you know, the Baltic states. All of them would have been, for military government purposes, been divided four ways. After and we could have taken a diversion of one-third of our invasion force down the Kamchatka Peninsula 
and build air bases to bomb Japan much closer than the Marianas. Right. After after the Allies took Berlin, uh, um, uh, General Patton wanted wanted Truman to give right. him the right to go keep on going right up to Moscow, and I think he probably would have. I don't know. Yeah, uh, if the, we occupied the... Kamchatka, then the Russians would have never invaded the two northern Kuril Islands that they still occupy today. Japan would have never lost those two islands to Russia, and now Japan is, of course, our ally. Well, a friend of mine that was a driver for Patton was my neighbor. He died in 2002, Woody Woodry. Right. He was a driver of Patton. My dad, he was, my dad was 82nd Airborne Ranger. Oh. And then to find out I'm related to Patton and 21 different presidents, uh, on some of them I'd like to That's run the other way. <laughs> some of them I'd like <laughs> my to run dad and hide. Was, was U.S. 3rd Army under Patton at the Battle of the Bulge. Right. Oh, and wow. he was decorated by order of the Secretary of the Army uh, with the Bronze Star with Oakley Cluster and B for Valor device for heroism, and further decorated by order of the President of France with the Knight of the Legion of Honor. Yeah, I got my dad's for, Bronze Star. My dad's got a yeah, Bronze for, Star. Mm-hmm. And my neighbor, my guy I worked for in West Bloomfield, Michigan, was the was the uh, he was the lowest ranking uh, officer to run a bombing mission. And a new update, electoral increase for Trump. We now have an electoral college of 222 for Trump and 202 for Clinton. And that's what? just called Utah, just went for Trump, with 55% of the popular vote. Good. Hillary got 30,000 votes and Donald Trump got 72,000. So of the 100,000 votes in the pocket, Donald Trump's got 55% of them. Right. Certainly very close. Two twenty-two to two hundred two. Certainly very close. I'm. I, I'm. We need forty-eight more electoral college votes to win. We just picked up six votes in the electoral college with Utah. It is behind all night. Lower numbers, but it's. uh, what was 187? And yeah, I'm not seeing Florida factored in, so that's that sort of right. Um, yeah, Florida and Ohio and North Carolina all went for Trump. Yeah, and those yeah, are big states. I'm still seeing 187 for Trump, and that hasn't factored Florida in. Um, it's and, and that's a big state, exactly. So. Uh, yeah, you know, I think I do think I go back to what I said at the outset of this conversation. I. This might not be fully known tonight. It's, uh, if you look at Pennsylvania and states like that that are that are still close, so close that still out. Uh, it's uh, you know some of these northern states and New Hampshire hasn't even officially reported yet. That's, that's correct. A, that's an that's an. And he's ahead of New Hampshire too. Yes. yes, he's got. He's and up like three Nebraska. Points there. Maine divides its electoral college votes according to who has the popular vote per congressional district and who has the overall majority mm-hmm. statewide gets the two electoral college votes that represent the Senate. So it's very possible that Trump will take at least one electoral college vote out of Maine. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, Maine's a, a bad, you know, got a lot of bears, a lot of wild animals and moose, so. <laughs> People don't want to be disarmed, so look for that to go for Trump. So um, right now, Wisconsin is a slight edge to Trump. So forty-eight, forty-six from 
that was the same. I was not counting on Wisconsin. Yeah, I uh, slight edge as of right now. Not not uh, you know not there yet, but uh, Wisconsin would be an interesting win for for Trump. Yes. Okay. I'm yes. um, back. How, how many votes electoral votes does Wisconsin have? Eleven, I think. Yeah. Uh, and will that be the will that be one that he that Trump picks off that Romney didn't have in 2012? That would be true. And it's yeah. a winner take all state. Yes. Did Romney uh, win okay. Wisconsin or I? No, he I lost. Not, I think. I don't know. Did I think he lost? Um, well, that's the home state of Ryan, who was running for vice president. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, okay. So I, um, I thought he, I thought they won that. I thought he won Wisconsin because of Ryan. Uh, okay, but so let, let's count, count up the votes now. Arizona is how many? And that looks like it's leaning red right now. I think so, it's like five or seven. It's not a big state. And uh, okay, so five or seven there. Um, okay. Nevada's were six, and that hasn't been called yet either. And is that leaning red? Texas has it. Texas is huge. I think it's got twenty-five or twenty-seven. Oh, and yeah. has, that uh, been, has that no. been called? Has that been called? Texas has been called. Yeah, it's called for Trump. Oh yes. Uh, sometime. Yeah, yeah. Texas sometime has been. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, okay, right. so I apologize. So Arizona is about seven, and um, Nevada is Nevada, Arizona also- are out, as is Oregon, Iowa too close to count, Minnesota, yeah. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, um, Maine, Nevada, Nevada's out still, I think, right? and New Hampshire. Yeah, Nevada's out. Yeah, as is New Hampshire. New Hampshire's uh, okay, so, New Hampshire's closed. It's a dead heat, forty-seven percent heat. Georgia's okay. a big state too, and we need that. And I think we're going to win okay. Georgia and Iowa, and I think we're going to take Nevada as well. Okay, so would that bring us to two seventy, Georgia? And by the way, Trump is leading nationally in the popular vote. No, forty nine percent to forty six point six. Yeah, I know, but it's we have to that, win the yeah. electoral college. Exactly. Well, it's leading the electoral college and in the popular vote, forty three million to forty one million. Uh, okay, so with those states, Georgia, um, and oh, the other two yeah. states that you had mentioned, bring us across the two seventy. Let's see. Well, we got two twenty two now. Two twenty two. So Nevada okay. has. Um, Let's see. Uh, four congressmen and two senators is worth six. Okay. Utah. How about Utah? It's already been called for Trump, and it's part of his 222. Uh, but okay. Georgia, how about... I think, has 17 or 18 or something like that, and that's a big state, and it's still too close to call. And Pennsylvania is a huge one, too. Between the two of them, they got 50. If we win Georgia and Pennsylvania... President Trump will take the oath. Latest, uh, latest numbers and, on Pennsylvania and, 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 says Clinton is ahead by 100,000 votes or so, which is about 1.5%. So um, she's up. In which state is she's that? She's up ever so slightly. In Pennsylvania. 
Okay, okay. but which counties ha- have not been called? Uh, that I don't know. That just, uh, um, yeah. just, uh, the states that have not been some. called, if I remember, are Oregon, Nevada, Arizona, no, yeah, Arizona, uh, Georgia, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Maine, Minnesota, okay. Wisconsin, Iowa. And we're going to take Iowa. And Iowa. Democrats won Wisconsin in 012. Right. Uh, okay. How many, how oh, many is okay. Iowa? How many is Iowa? I think it's seven. Yeah. Okay. And Nebraska okay. is still not called, I don't think. Is it? And how many is that? Well, that Nebraska, I don't believe that Nebraska. Maine awards electoral college by who wins the congressional district plus whoever wins the state at large gets the extra two. So Nebraska and, and Maine can split with a majority minority of electoral college votes. Um, and North Dakota was called? North and yes. South Dakota? Yes. Okay, so uh, they're already South called. Dakota, both North Dakota. and South Dakota. Trump took yeah. both Dakotas. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, John. Um, yeah, I was just saying South Dakota's been called. North Dakota's been called for Trump. Wyoming went yes. Trump. Um uh, yeah, so uh, Montana We're went still Trump, out in so, Arizona and Nevada yep. that both of them can yep. go Trump and in Iowa, which can go Trump. And I'm looking for what's going to happen in Wisconsin. That's you, also Utah a very went, large state. Utah went Trump. Trump, which is which is interesting given that um, yeah, Evan those Mullen, there. Um, yeah. had had shown really strong there. Actually, in his final numbers, didn't show very strong at all. I think he was in the in the, uh, the low teens or something. Um, it it well, ended up being a Trump walk. Perot got it 19% for, of the vote, and that was a strong showing. The libertarians, yeah, for instance, uh, traditionally get like 1% of the vote. Yeah, although, you know, I, I'm, I'm wondering whether they end up at the, at the 5% threshold in this vote. I'm, from what I'm seeing, I don't think so. Um, I think Gary Johnson took, took – um, Seven or eight percent in New Mexico, you know, which is his home state. So, I, I don't, I don't see well, much happening. Well, the Libertarian there. Party is very interesting. They are weak enough that any candidate that has an independent, strong uh, loyalty, like a Cruz candidate or someone like that, like a Perot, could tell all the supporters, "We're going to put our tongues in our cheek." And vote libertarian, and I'm running the libertarian uh, for a president because they have ballot access in all 50 states, and we don't have mm-hmm. to pay the huge amount like like uh, Perot did to start a new mm-hmm. new party. So the libertarian party is an anemic but inviting host to be raided, and all it takes is someone to um, to do that, and that their candidate's platform would erase what. The Libertarian Party traditionally stood for, mm-hmm. and you've seen that in in recent elections with Johnson and Barr. There's slight differences between a traditional Libertarian platform and uh, their platform. What I find interesting about the, the Libertarian Party that makes it almost uh, it, 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 unelectable in some ways, and I, I tend to be a, I, much more than you all probably am. I'm, I'm sort of what you describe as a liberal. 
2020, for instance, if Rand Paul wanted to run for president and did it as a libertarian and took all of his uh, libertarian wing of the Republican Party with him, <coughs> instead win. of getting 5% of the threshold of libertarian traditional vote like they're going to do tonight, he would rival Perot's 19%. And if you start to mm-hmm. get between 25 and 30%, well, then you're knocking on electability. That's right, because mm-hmm. the Democrats are going to come over the line and vote for him. A lot of Republicans. Yeah, I mean, that's, they appeal across If you have party three candidates for president, if three candidates for president are equally divided, they have 33% between the three of them, don't they? Yes. <clears throat> Um, Judge, and I want to ask you: Was in your numbers was uh, California included in Hillary's electoral total yet, or? Yes. 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 Okay. That's what got her over two hundred. Okay. She now, as a two hundred two electoral college vote, to Trump's two twenty two. You know what? I'm going to tell you. Here's here's um, my decision. You know, um, when I look at her candidacy, I mean, she is the first woman, yes, okay? Uh, I don't vote people, though, on, on their whether they're woman, uh, you know, man or black or white or blue or green. I, I, I look at the content of their character as well as what they get, they're going to do to fix some of these problems. And oh, this, I first eliminate the socialists is what I do. Well, I don't care what yes, their gender okay. is. If they squawk yes. pink or red, they're dead in my yes. my, my voting booth. Yes, because socialism, it's a known fact, you know, throughout history and around the world. Um, it, it, the redistribution of wealth that comes with it never works because you always run out of other people's money. Uh, but the, the WikiLeaks scandal, um, you know, I mean, that's that's really over the top for me. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, as and, national and like, executive why, why director. Yeah, judge. As national executive director of the Tea Party Loyalists, I'm calling for a state-by-state constitutional amendment to abolish socialism on a state-by-state basis. Uh, well, yes, and and on that note, um, what is a a right to work state? Does that um, See, part of the problem in New Jersey is we're a big union state here, okay? Right. And does that uh, – a right-to-work state, um, does that prevent the, the unions from coming in and negotiating contracts in, in, a, no. in their state? No. Oh, in okay. the right-to-work states, you can get a job and you have the right to work there without being forced to join the union. Joining the union is a voluntary act. You're not required to join the union within 30 days or be fired. So the right to work oh, abolishes okay. the coercive union. Um, okay, see, and my next thing is, you know, not that I'm not, I'm totally not not, not against the unions, um, but they're, they're disliked because, um, you know, in the public school system here, you as a teacher are obliged to join the union whether you like it or not. But the dues that they Correct. take out goes to one political party. And that Absolutely. should be. The SEIU union, the teachers union, 
the National Educational Association uh, are very leftist, and the uh, AFL-CIO fairly recently, like in the last 10, 15 years, amended its union constitution and removed the ban against being a union official and a communist. And they removed the ban so they could have communist union officials. Well, I don't think we should have teachers' unions. No surprise, Oregon just got called for Hillary. She now has 209. Let me step right. in with a, yeah. with a key, raise up, key raise update for you here. Um, uh, in Wisconsin, Ben Johnson has beaten Russ Feingold uh, for yes. the U.S. Okay. Senate uh, seat. And um, that's a key race in, in two ways, the way I see it. One is that it probably bodes well for, for Mr. Trump in Wisconsin, um, and that's Wisconsin still out. The, uh, the other piece there is that Right now, Senate sits at 47-44, which is, uh, represents one pickup for the Democrats. Um, and at this point, sort of some of those numbers, that was, that was one they needed Feingold to win. The Democrats needed Feingold exactly. to win in order to. Um, so looking and they like needed the Cantor Senate to win in say, Missouri and defeat Blunt, and yep. Trump is, yeah. and, uh, Blunt is leading. I mean, the one that's a toss-up right now is uh, McGinty and, and Toomey. In Pennsylvania, just like the state that is literally a, a, a too close to call, dead heat, you know, within a, a few hundred votes. So, um, so Toomey could could be in trouble, but it doesn't look like they're going to pick up the the five or whatever it was that they needed in order to uh, to sort of make the balance change in the Senate. By the way, while well, speaking okay. to you guys in the foreground of my brain and my background of my brain, I've been thinking who is a viable candidate for speaker against um, uh, Ryan and Daryl Issa comes to mind. Hmm. Okay. Chairman of the the government oversight committee that did the uh, uh, fast and furious investigation against the Obama white house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. um, That, that, uh, that rough and tough investigation. Um, yes, I know. Uh, you know that's the stuff that that irks somebody like me. Y- you know because I don't like to see my children grow up in an environment where public officials are getting away with this. You know. And by the way, Go ahead. the Constitution is silent about the qualifications for speaker, other than say that the House shall choose its speaker. That means you do not mm-hmm. be, you do not have to be a member of the U.S. House to be the elected speaker. The speaker Absolutely can elect true. a non-U.S. congressman. Right. That was an interesting twist. <laughs> and, yeah. and Trump is just enough of a um, outside the box president to recommend that the House elect a speaker that not a, is not a member of the U.S. House. Okay. Great idea. So. Yeah, that's something. Um, How about his son? <laughs> How about Eric Trump <laughs> for speaker? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? The kid is the new Bobby Kennedy. There you go. Yes. Here's a fun fact for you: the um, the Canada um, the Canada immigration website has crashed yeah. tonight. 
people people looking to move to Canada one way or the other. So, uh, and by the way, <laughs> in the 2016 presidential election, Trump is the um, general patent of the this presidential election. Both were people who shot their mouth off and got in trouble for having a mouth. But the people loved them. But the people loved them, and they were tough as nails. Well, that's the kind of president we need. Yeah. We need a blood and guts Trump. Yeah, that's right. Yes, we do, to clean house. Yeah. Well, he's we the brains, and we're the blood and guts. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so now, should Trump get in, was the, uh, the first thing he's going to do would he call a, a special investigation on the Clinton Foundation? First minute. If Mr. Trump gets in, he's already announced Hillary will go to jail. That has right. been the debate. <laughs> so if she loses uh, tonight, pull all our passports. There you go. <laughs> pull all our passports. She's heading straight for the car, Matt, tomorrow morning if she loses. My, Vermont, my guess call for my Hillary. Guess. Who they who was that? Hillary just took Vermont okay. and Delaware. That's not. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, right? I saw both those earlier. Those are both expected. Yeah, yeah. I saw those earlier. Yeah. Um, I think you know you ask what he does first, and I I think you know cooler cooler heads will prevail. And as much as I I think there's a a certain you know he's an outsider, but I think there's a certain um, congeniality between those inside the Beltway and. I would I would hate to think that we we sort of spend you know the next couple of years. I want to. But you know, I, I have court. to. Yeah, hold on. We John, have, I have to, to have a night of the Long Knives Purge yes. in the new presidency <laughs> to get rid of the Muslim Brotherhood I, in the White House, in the Coast Guard, in the Department of Homeland Security, in the Central Intelligence Agency. We have to clean house. Yeah, took the yes, words right I, out of my I, mouth I, for I, freedom. And Trump just took Wisconsin. Told you. Yes. Told you. Um, Judge, Judge, hold on. Judge, Judge and, <laughs> yep. and John, everybody, yep. want to announce that the New York Times is predicting jo- Donald Trump to be the next president. This is right from the Woo! New York Times, the most liberal, uh, the most liberal newspaper in the United States. They just flashed. Interesting. They they actually had a, a friend, a colleague, um, sort of pointed out to me as as the polls first closed on the East Coast um, that the that the New York Times actually had, based on exit polls, I guess, um, had uh, the the their Vegas line was fifty six percent chance that Trump was going to be president. This was just as everything. It was the first thing that they put out as everything closed. So interesting to see. Interesting to see that, as you said, of all papers during the New York Times, um, calling it for Trump. Holy cow. I just, I can't believe that. You know, I mean, I haven't purchased the Times in in years. And if anything, I'll I'll go on their website once in a while and, and you know, I'll read their their cultural stuff, you know, and, but I, I wanted to get the electoral vote and, and it came up first. Um, so 
so, uh, you know, I mean, that's incredible. The New York Times predicting a Donald Trump win. And I could tell you, John and Judge and everybody, how many negative articles they wrote about Trump. Oh, oh my God. You know, it, Very much it, so. it, was, it was incredible. It's like Very much they so. didn't um, give that man a chance. You know, and I, I believe. Go ahead, John. There's a there's a pundit from the New York Times, and I, his name escapes me right now, um, but uh, he came on. He, do, he does a bunch of shows, and he said he, he was the first guy that I've ever heard say, "Yeah, you know what? Iowa is a newsflash for you. We don't been called for Fox or for uh, Trump." Wow. Uh, okay, so how? What's the electoral vote for Trump now? Two thirty eight or more. Okay, so now what's his path to the presidency? A couple more states and it's over. (laughs) Thank you, Lucas. He needs (laughs) 32. (laughs) (laughs) When we call Michigan, it's over. Uh I know, but Michigan is. Michigan is. is, um, Michigan's going to be interesting. I never really expected Michigan to be one of those, those sort of top And we're going states. to split Nebraska and Maine. It, uh, okay, so that it all has to do with turnout. Nevada is probably Michigan all has to do with turnout in the cities. And uh, turnout right. was low in the cities in Michigan. So, so he um, may get Michigan. He may pick up Michigan, yeah. Michigan's a big okay, state. So, and how many electoral yes. votes is that? In the 20s. It's in the 20s. Is it in the 20s? I was thinking bring... high teens, but. It might be 19, yeah. Yeah. Seven. okay. Um, and how about we New need Hampshire? Is that in yet? Is that in yet? Right, right now, right now, leaning. No, I don't you know, think so. Putting, Right now, it, it looks the the with the leans. It looks like we're looking at, at Trump is sitting at about two sixty nine. Uh-huh. Woo! So, so okay. we have Pennsylvania we can get still one electoral college vote out of Nebraska or Maine to win the presidency because those states divide the electoral college by congressional district. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll, okay. I'll be. I'm stepping out for a second. I'll be back. Uh, I've got to go okay. look at a number. Uh, I'll do that. Okay. Um, so this is a long night, folks. Um, Maybe so, not. Uh, Maybe not. Uh, thank you. Maybe not. Okay. Michigan ain't giving too many poll numbers here because these liberals are nervous. They ain't showing it very often because Michigan's going to Trump. Uh, Trump's going to win Michigan. People are not satisfied making enough money on an SSI check to pay rent and feed themselves. I think some of these people Michigan, want to go back to work. Okay, Michigan is 16 electoral votes. Yeah, I was right, 16. 16. What state? Michigan, Michigan, 16. It went down. 16. Uh, the population's going out of here. And they well, called yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, they called Wisconsin, yeah. Judge. Wisconsin with okay. Trump. Yeah. yeah, that was big. Okay. Huge. That was huge. It was huge. How about Pennsylvania? 
Pennsylvania, Trump's going to win that too. Watch. This is not going to even be close. Watch the next two to come through. Pennsylvania electoral vote. And we're leading okay, in Arizona. Has not yet been called, but we're okay, leading so in Arizona. Okay, so how many votes is that? Pennsylvania I think Arizona is 20, is five by or the seven. Seven. Okay, Arizona is, is okay, five or seven. Elect, Pennsylvania is 20. Um, yep. 20 for Pennsylvania. And Nevada okay. is and, six. And did they call that one yet? No, but Nevada has a Republican governor, Republican lieutenant governor, secretary of state, attorney general, and treasurer, and the Republicans can truck, control the House and Senate from the Democrats in the last election. Um, so, uh, but Harry Reid, uh, we can pull any shenanigans over there. He's guaranteed to. <laughs> He's guaranteed to. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, if we know the case on Sharon Angle, she ran uh, back in 2010, I believe, against him. I think so. And uh, she was telling me that she she said that, oh, Doreen, they had people bust in from all over the place in, in Nevada. Yeah, voting. the early voting, you can vote anywhere. And, of course, okay. the uh, – all the hotels that hire all the illegal aliens were then busing their employees to vote early, and then that was just one bus. After they get off that bus, they can go to another Vote Anywhere precinct. All you have to do is vote under a different name, and they have the list of registered voters that have been called out the frequent voters list, and you can vote under the names of the infrequent voters who will never know that they voted in the election when someone steals their identity. It's it's funny. Twenty five to thirty percent of all the driver's licenses in Nevada are phony IDs for illegal aliens. So with that kind of a brisk market and phony IDs, they can give you a phony driver's license and as many of the voters uh that are infrequent voters names as you may so desire. And the Democrats, meaning Harry Reid, will pay you like fifty dollars for every time you vote. We were talking before about where where there might be challenges and, and to, to voting, and we we talked about Nevada and we talked about um, we talked about Florida, the ever present Florida. But I think the the big thing this time could be with this early voting. Early voting has been so prevalent in this election, and and there's so much opportunity there for some strange things to for go fraud. on. So, yeah, and I don't believe be, in early voting because of that. If you don't show up on election day, I don't want you to vote. Yeah, because yeah, you haven't I mean, made the effort to look at the candidates and, and you know right. what I'm saying? But early voting. Well, I like, voted last Monday. I voted absentee in Missouri because I knew I was going to be out of state on election day. I voted and I was Saturday. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, John. I know you want to get in. Well, just got called. One more. One more. Was it Michigan? I think it was Michigan. Georgia. Oh, that's 16-2. That's a big one. That's 254 electoral college votes. 16 more. They got the same as Georgia. 16 shy. As Michigan. Michigan is going to make it 270. Wow. Wow. We are. He's blowing out of the water now. uh, Yeah, let's... 
We um, Blog Talk is going to keep us on for 20 minutes here. Um, Good, because Michigan should be coming in with before that. So, yeah, so... Um, it's Check funny, ahead, John, and I'm, 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 I'm watching, I'm watching some, some footage, some raw footage, sort of of, um, of uh, the Javits Center, uh, the Clinton headquarters in New York, and the faces are not happy. Um, no, and even, they are even, haggard. <laughs> even though the uh-huh. numbers are are still not, you know, still not solidified. Certainly, you know I've been in those rooms. I've been in the war rooms um, of those of those sort of sort of headquarters on on election night. Yeah. And there's one thing that you you look at is what the TV is saying. The other thing that you look at is sort of the buzz. And the buzz gets around in those rooms. Um, yes. About you know a New York Times kind of thing or this and that. But what you're also seeing is you're seeing you know the folks on CBS, even though the numbers aren't there. They're they're becoming more. Their analysis is becoming more as it as if it's a, a Trump fait accompli kind of thing. Right. And they're starting to talk about it in terms of that. And so these folks are sitting there and they're watching these giant TVs in these rooms, and they're starting mm-hmm. to hear that that momentum shift with the pundits talking about a, a, a done deal, um, even though yes. the numbers aren't aren't you know. They haven't locked out anything yet. Well, if Hillary loses tonight, does that mean Obama won't be appointed to the Supreme Court? Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Obama's moving to the Middle East. (laughs) I think Trump would probably. (laughs) If I was President Trump, I would, uh, by executive order, cut off uh, Obama from his presidential pension and, and Secret Service pr- uh, protection because he was not born in the United States and doesn't qualify for him. <laughs> and then let Obama go to court to try and get his pension and Secret Service uh, restored and therefore have to prove in court where he was born. Well, let him come back. We'll have right. a boat ready for him to never touch this land. Um. So now, which states did they not call yet? Michigan. So if they call Michigan. Whoa. I was wrong. Nebraska has already gone for Trump. What is that? And that, how many votes? That was seven? the split state, remember, by congressional yep. district. Yep. So okay, so how many electoral votes for, are we? No. I think it's like got like five, maybe six. So the total Might have will be how many? Four. It has four to six. Two fifty nine. Two fifty nine. Are we at two fifty nine? Two sixty four. Two sixty four. She's done. Okay, so all right, so we need one more state, right? Okay, so yeah. which Maine, states did we not two more Maine states. looks like Maine looks like they will split. The numbers are it's looking like there there are two congressional districts. One will go, one will Republican, go Republican, one Democrat, or one one will go Republican, one will go Democrat. Yeah, not. Um, and so, did so, how, so how many votes? Okay, so how many electoral votes would that be to us? What sixty-eight? Two sixty-four. No, I mean it's main split. It's main well, split. Well, in so we Nebraska. If Nebraska has gone for Trump, so we will get the two for the U.S. senators and at least one of the congressional districts. So that's three. 
and we'll get at least one out of Maine, so that's four. Okay, so so that will bring us to 268? We're, we're knocking on the door of the White House. Yeah, numbers. And Juan right Williams now. looks like <laughs> Juan Williams has a long face. <laughs> Good morning, that's great. <laughs> numbers, I pathway like numbers. Logical pathway numbers right now are, are, are sort of sitting sitting Trump just below 170. So, um, in that 168. Well, here's the mailing right now. Yeah. And at 268 range. So you're saying below 270. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the logical path numbers are sort of keeping him, you know, there are states still that are too close to call. Um, New Hampshire's one of them and and Pennsylvania's the other, but he's, even with those being too close to call, he's sort of sitting, you know, hovering just under. Uh, Yeah, Nevada. I want to say Nevada. I saw Nevada numbers. Looking like Hillary, so even in that that sort of logical pathway, they just called uh, Washington State for for Hillary, um, yeah, which that's is sort of expected. expected yeah. yeah. So, um, so he's he's hovering just below the two seventy, with you know with a couple of states still out um, from, from sort of projecting out, you know. Michigan's a big one. Uh, no. Michigan's a big one. Big. Okay, so uh, Michigan, let's look at, okay, so Michigan, and uh, they didn't report what yet. Okay. What I'm seeing that's right. interesting, what I'm seeing that's interesting, by the way, is, is and, and this is, you know, sort of the trend, and I think people, we think about red states and blue states, and the reality of it is that, that's an easy graphic for, for, you know, CNN and Fox and all those guys to put up on the, on the, on the screen. But the reality of it is that if you break it down by counties or, you know, by, by smaller portion, what you get yeah, is, is, is blue uh, cities and red right. everything else. So you have these, exactly. so it's really, we're, we're in this interesting sort of not state to state issue, but in this, City, county by you know, county. Versus, so you have very small blue areas in states um, uh, that go blue, but they're, that is but they're heavily packed with, with, with population. So, so you, you know, so it's interesting to see that set up because you've got you've got sort of a city mentality and a and a, and a rural mentality going on in the country, and and, and yeah. that's. Ultimately, that's what led up to the Civil War, the American Civil War, in a lot of ways. So, um, it's interesting to see this division um, and the way it divides. And I don't think that the pundits do it justice by breaking it down as red state and blue state because it's not that. It's it's really city versus it's blue state, state. city versus suburban country. Yeah, right. No doubt about that. The liberals are all in the cities. That's their strongest. And, and there's, um, been, there's definitely been a uh, there's definitely been a strategy on the part of, of there's definitely been a strategy on the part of the Democratic Party uh, specifically to sort of appeal to those cities and and I I'm of the opinion that that you know Republicans could really um, solidify a lot of gains if they figured out a better way to communicate into those cities 
um, and win if they could consistently win 35 percent in a sit in city, um, you know they they'd win going away all these races, um, right. and it would it would be a much you know much different sort of layout for them. But they need to they need to really focus on on not not changing what they're saying or doing always but changing the way they say it and the way they do it in order to appeal to those, those blue cities. Oh, okay. Uh, but here I have Trump is up in Michigan, um, 48% to 47%. And Trump has, um, let's see, 1,442,231 votes. And Hillary Clinton has, uh, let's see, one million four hundred six. One million four hundred six four one million four hundred six thousand four hundred twenty votes. So it's he's got a slight lead in Michigan with sixty five percent of the pre, precincts reporting. Whoa, that's good news okay. at this point because the cities usually report first, <laughs> and first. the rural areas yeah. come trickling in. If the cities have already reported, that means the overwhelming thunderwump of the Republican uh, rural areas will give Trump that state. Um, it's hard to to read on on here to see where they got where they didn't get results yet. So we have to wait. Um, I think Trump won this election because the people want jobs, and the Christian blacks have walked away from the boost today. Didn't show up. Does this mean Obama Could won't be. go to the Could Supreme be. Court? You better get on to, the plane. To bolster what you're yes. what you're saying, um, to bolster what you're saying, all of the cross tabs I've looked at, I've, I've tried to look at had some cross tab numbers when I've when I've sort of taken these breaks uh, with you all and get on the computer. Um, all of the cross tab numbers I'm seeing are showing people voting on the economy. So we don't talk about yes. the, the economy hasn't been spoken about much. And we talk about, you know, the, the, the unemployment numbers are low, but what we don't They're talk not. about is that the, the chronically unemployment numbers. There are chronically unemployed and considered. And the take underemployed. Take, take away the part-time jobs and that, that would triple. Right. Uh, they've exactly. made jobs, part-time jobs. That's all they've made. People well, caught so, up. So, made jobs, returning jobs to America, one of his highlights. So yes, we have right. been talking economy and jobs. Make and America so you're seeing, I'm, again. I'm seeing numbers in the 50s, you know, in the 60s even, um, where economy is the number one voting issue for people. And I, I don't really see where Hillary Clinton has addressed that other than to sort of parrot some of the things that made Bernie Sanders popular. Um, right. So, you know, so I think that's where ultimately people put aside the worries about, you know, the misogyny and the, the xenophobia and the racism and all the things that, that people talk about with Trump. They put that aside in favor of the fact that politics in my uh, and I've been involved in it for for you know close to 40 years now politics ultimately people's vote will come down to what affects them at the kitchen table um and and that's we vote right now with the economy their wallets exactly and so they're going to put aside those other issues those personal issues if, if there's a promise of a better job for them 
because you've got people that used to make $100,000 a year who are now working part-time at Walmart. Well, you know, they um, say that all the illegal aliens do 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 us a service by performing jobs Americans won't do. I know a job that Americans will do, and that is be a bounty hunter to capture illegal aliens and take them to the border. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, all you have to do is give you a $2,500 tax-free bounty ahead, and next thing you know, whole industries will emerge from the bail enforcement agents of private detectives. Right. (laughs) Enforce the law. You know, in 2008, in 2008, I got to tour the – I got to tour uh, sort of the, the border area in, in Nogales, Arizona. Um, and so I went down there. And, and first off, the first thing that I, that I did was we, we got, out of the, got out of the truck and the, and the said to me, um, do you shoot? And I said, yeah, absolutely. And they pulled out a, a sidearm and said, do you want to wear one? And I said, uh, no, I'm good. I mean, you guys are all, you know, armed. You've got all, everybody's got some form of automatic weapon with them. And I said, I, I should be yeah. good. Why? And they said, well, you know, it's 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 not the the people coming over the border just to, to make a better life for their family that we worry about. It's the drug dealer. Okay. And they set up this floating box around me because I was a, a dignitary, you know, that they were showing. And we went out into the into the desert and and. Um, what I saw was amazing, and and nobody really. There was a dead period between you know 2010 and 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 now when when Mr. Trump came out, where people didn't address border issues. I mean, we we saw these things called rape trees, where they put women's clothing on the tree, oh, yes. the, the coyotes put it on the tree I've seen to, that. to signify that they've raped a woman under, the, under that tree. Yep, absolutely. And um, yep. you know whatever they're their decoration of the tree is and that's their tree and they sort of they split up it, families it, immediately before they cross the border and the men go with one coyote and the women and teenagers go with another it's it's crazy um and so mr trump addressing that is, is i don't live in a border state um so that doesn't you know it doesn't necessarily resonate with me but it has clearly resonated i'm looking from you know from sort of you know the golf across uh we'll see what yes. arizona does but um you know once you get to texas it goes a little blue uh but but you know interesting mm. sort of border issues that have um arizona's still in a toss-up but the, it, it's a it's a it's a real really interesting sobering experience to go out there and, and walk through the desert and uh uh with some of there yeah. Um, okay, let's see if uh, this Michigan. Um, oh, we have a caller actually on the line. Caller 612, you're live on the air. Yeah, good evening, guys. How are you doing? How are you? Great. Thanks for calling. Doing great. No, I'm just so, I'm just super pumped you, up and excited, man. This is this is such an incredible night. I, I I'm just I'm blown away by these results. I don't know how you guys feel, but man. This is a great day for uh, America. Seriously. It, it, it is. It's a small uh, Yes. We're very close to 270. We're actually waiting for Michigan, in which Trump was ahead, by the way. Not to, not um, enough to call it yet. 
but Michigan, should he win Michigan, will put him over. I could give you the latest numbers. Michigan, they've counted 60% of the votes, and he's leading by uh, 39,198. So he's got a, a solid lead, which is good considering about 30 minutes ago, his lead was only 14,000. So his lead has doubled in the last 30 minutes in Michigan. Uh, Fox News has oh, already okay. given, given him Wisconsin. As it currently stands, yes. they've counted 72% of the votes in Wisconsin. He's got an 83,000-vote lead. Wisconsin, he's got it. This thing is already done, guys. It's, it's just a matter of a formality at this point. It, well, they're holding up, the, yeah. hold up the voters' uh, the voters' uh, numbers in Detroit right now. They had a problem with the machines today. So this is Detroit numbers uh, haven't come in yet. Oh. Are you guys watching Detroit. CNN right now? Uh, I'm watching Fox Two Detroit. I'm watching Fox Two Detroit. Okay. okay. I, just, I just wanted to say, like, if you get an opportunity, please turn to CNN right now, just so you can see the stage that they had set up at the Clinton headquarters. Just take a look at this, people. I, everyone should look at this. Look <laughs> no, at the they're, they're, they're tearing the stage Clinton. down because they know they're done. No, but I mean, I if you look, at, just look at the, her stage that she set up was her podium was going to be in the middle of a map of the United States painted blue. I mean, everyone should just take a look at it. They set that thing up like yeah. it was a foregone conclusion that she was going to win. And this is, I, yeah. I, I don't know how you guys, what your situation is, but I'm surrounded by Democrats and liberals who been for the last three months have been telling me that Trump has no chance, he's going to get murdered, he has, this thing is going to be the easiest election, it's going to be a landslide, and tomorrow it's going to be an awesome day for me. I don't know how it is for you guys, but I cannot Great. wait to go to oh, work. I know. I Great. Know. Where are you from? Where are you at? <laughs> I'm from Minnesota, so you should you should already know it's it's, it's about as blue as it gets. But man, yeah, well, I was, I was born yeah. in Rhode Island, so uh. yeah. Well, actually, the only uh, thing blue in Minnesota was uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and the rest of the state was red. Right, but the the whole population is in the Twin Cities. That's like the majority of the state, pretty much. Yeah, and that goes but, back to um, what we were talking yeah. about before, which is it's you know it's blue cities versus red states, uh, and it's you know red red rural areas. Um, it's it, it, I know what you're saying about the, the Clinton headquarters. I was saying earlier that I was watching sort of some raw feed out of Javits Center and and looking at the faces on the people down there. It, it sort of looks like you know somebody stole all their puppies and and ran <laughs> off, ran off of them. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I know. Really, not um, team, Have you guys so. been seeing the markets? The markets have been so volatile; they've been dropping like crazy. The the Dow Jones futures market dropped 700 points in the last 30 minutes. The Mexican oh, yeah, peso man. dropped seven percent in the last 30 minutes. Seven <laughs> percent, because they oh, yeah. listen, guys. Yeah. What what just yeah. was just happening worldwide, especially the Asian markets. This is a reaction because for the first time, countries know that America is going to be something they have to fear again. The days of us having weak leadership who goes in there and pretends like we're not the dominant right, person at the table right, right. is done. From this day forward, America is getting back to the head of the table where we were supposed to be. So I, I'm, right. this is an awesome day. And right. I'm telling you right now, oh, the fact that – and the other thing, too, is the Senate. The Democrats were acting like they were going to get the majority so far – the latest I saw, we had Republicans at 48, Democrats were, at, I think, at 44 or 45. But as it currently stands, the Republicans yeah, still have the majority. Yet. 
I, I haven't seen it in the last about 15 minutes. So I'm not sure. Yeah, no, your your numbers are right. There was a, there was a net one pickup for the Democrats on on the Senate side. Uh, Kelly Ayotte is, is, is right. sort of in the lead in New Hampshire right now, so they're going to have to hold that one. But numbers um, are, are pretty good from what I've seen. Is uh, has Pat right. Toomey won um, Pennsylvania? Does anyone? No, know? that's still a dead heat dead heat toss up. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm actually getting calls from, from people around the country now on this. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody's Before calling me now. Um, okay, you know what, guys? Um, Blog Talk Radio is asking us to take about five minutes. Can we do that? Um, and, and then call back in in about five minutes? Sounds great. Sure. Yes. Okay, everybody call back in about five minutes, okay? Because um, this bye-bye. is the longest we ran our radio show, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. God bless. See you in a bit. Old Trump. Yes. Yep. Have a victory in five minutes. Yep. <laughs> 